Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. In another world, I would have had a sweatshirt to bring in today. That that said, happy holidays to everyone, but especially Valtteri Bottas, who is an Alfa Romeo driver. <laughs> but it was stolen, and I want to be no petty. Way. I have a message for the person who stole it. I'm very angry. And uh, that is why, after all of our many different props of this yeah, season, Alfa is a little, admittedly, a little forgotten. So... I think Wait, how does a sweatshirt get stolen? Was someone broke into your home? No, no, it was gym it was delivery. Lit. Yeah, it was, oh. it was delivered, and I went right down. Like thirty minutes later, it was gone. Those people that steal delivery packages, I've always, I've thought about having like uh, some type of weapon delivered that would explode upon impact. I guess I, seen... I guess what I just described as a mail bomb, which is not cool, and I shouldn't advocate for that but i i I want something bad to happen to those people i will say there was a viral video of someone who created their own glitter stink bomb that's great and put it on their stoop that's and so they had they had a camera in there so they watched some person open their car and just ruin their entire car yeah that was good karma you know it's like that's good that's funny yeah funny harmless but very uh, effective so i hope that person learned their lesson that a glitter stink bomb could be sitting anywhere People who aren't who don't live in major cities, you know, you just get your packages delivered on your porch. It's all good. But in in New York City, you got t- five thousand people living in the same building, and 
But yeah, but there's so much trust in the suburbs that I, I I'm too that, jaded for that. That's also messed yeah. up. Yeah. So to to this end, today <laughs> mm-hmm. we're talking about a team that does have a history in the sport of okay. Formula One, okay. but also can be a little bit forgotten. So that is none other than Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. However, before we or you count them out, I will say but they could be turning a new leaf right now. So there's a lot to be excited about with Alfa Romeo. Okay. I personally am very stoked about their driver lineup. So there's there's a lot to get into today. Alfa Romeo. Yo, hi. Hit me. From iHeartRadio and Sports Illustrated Studios, this is Choosing Sides. F1. So if you thought the whole Renault-Alpine history oh, was confusing... God. Are you serious? Yeah, Alfa Romeo really says, hold my beer. <laughs> so, But we're going we're gonna to skim through a lot of it. We're just going to have the, the broad strokes hold here. Hold my espresso. That's actually much better, yeah. yeah. Espresso and Aperol spritz, yeah. that seems appropriate. Yeah. Okay, so we talked a little bit about Alfa Romeo with our Ferrari episodes because they are intertwined. So okay. just to recap a little bit mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm. So Alfa Romeo is an Italian car manufacturer that's been around since 1910. Mm. Their name was originally just Alpha, and it was capital, all caps, A-L-F-A. The founding name was actually an acronym for, I'm going to butcher this Italian, Anonima Lombarda. Anonima Lombarda Fabrica Automobili. Which basically means Mm. it had a bunch of anonymous investors. Oh, okay. And then uh, the Romeo part comes from Nicola Romeo. He was an engineer and entrepreneur. He acquires a majority stake in Alpha in 1915, so only a couple years later. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually owns the entire company by 1918. Mm. And uh, yeah, so eventually he, of course, tacks on his name. Alfa Romeo. That's, Got it. that's where it comes from. And in term, we'll get to the racing part of the team. But in terms of our guy, Nicola, because I, of course, was curious, he ended up leaving Alfa Romeo after a series of bad investments and other issues by 1928. Uh, I have zero other fun facts about him, except that he had seven children, which is quite a brood. Yes. That's that uh, Roman Catholic birth control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Don't do it. around the clock. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Or not. Yeah. So basically... Teams Alfa Romeo, it's or you know brands Alfa Romeo as we know, it's still called Alfa Romeo, and it really makes a name for itself in the luxury vehicle and car market. Yeah. In terms of racing, Alfa Romeo starts racing in 1911, so the year after its founding, it does have some success across a bunch of different series and disciplines, including uh, but not limited to Formula One, rally, sports car racing, and then touring car racing. Hmm. So yeah, things are going well. Basically, though, uh, more specifically, if we get to Formula One, Alpha's been in it since the the pre-modern era, you know, when Formula One debuts as an actual sport in 1950. So they started competing in these kind of grand grands prix in mm-hmm. the late 1920s. It is another of the new Alphas that crosses the line with a brilliant young driver from Algeria, Guy Moll. This is where some of their history intersects with Mercedes in a couple of different ways. This long supremacy of Italian cars is at last to be challenged on the Avus in Berlin by rear-engined auto unions, the first new racing cars of the Third Reich. So in the 1940s, again, uh, around the time of World War II and then directly after, they 
had mixed success in these kind of this pre-F1 era because Mercedes was dominating, as we discussed in the Mercedes episode. Their pre-F1 cars and Mercedes were were great. They won all those European championships, as they were called. Uh, However, when F1 actually becomes a real formalized sport... Alfa Romeo wins out. They actually are the winners of the first ever world championship. There we go. 1950. The race was a foregone conclusion for the unbeaten Alfa Romeo team. With Giuseppe Farina. And then in 1951, they win again with a guy, uh, Juan Manuel Fangio. Fangio, the rising star, came through to win. And this, incidentally, at the age of 39, when many drivers think of retiring. Who is like, in the sport, a legendary guy. Up until Michael Schumacher in the early 2000s, Fangio was the winningest championship driver. So for almost half a century, he held that title. No man has given more to the essentially 20th century art of motor racing than has the incomparable Juan Manuel Fangio, five times champion driver of the world. Hola, Fangio. He was Argentinian. Okay, sorry. Hola, Fangio. (laughs) He actually exits the sport of F1 after getting kidnapped by revolutionaries in Cuba. Kidnapped at pistol point by Cuban rebels, obviously seeking to embarrass President Batista's government by making sure the star attraction is not on the starting line for the big race. They don't torture him or anything. They just keep keep him there, like give him a sandwich. And uh, basically, yeah, they hand him back and he's like, I don't really want to do any of this stuff anymore. Oh, so. my God. I mean, yeah. this is just a time where crazier shit happened. Exactly. Yeah. So that's Alfa Romeo. They, yeah, they win in 1950, 1951, and then they say peace out. <laughs> they do. F1. Yeah. On, they end on that, on that high note and they leave for a very long time. So, again, we're going to skip over some of this because it's super confusing. But basically, from 1952 until the mid-1980s, Alfa Romeo is sporadically involved as an engine supplier mm-hmm. and a constructor supplier. But basically, yeah, the, none of these teams are particularly successful or right. interesting. So right. again, that's why we're kind of breezing through like 35 years of history here. But let's skip ahead. The year is now 2015, so much more recent. Okay. Alfa begins partnering again with Ferrari as a sponsor. Their logo starts to appear on Ferrari cars. Okay. Uh, a couple of years later, again, 2018 now, they become the title sponsor of a team called Sauber, which has been around mm-hmm. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And Sauber is seen, again, has a special relationship with Ferrari. For instance, Charles Leclerc at Ferrari, he got his start his first year was at Sauber. A lot of drivers in this sort of Ferrari pipeline get their start at Sauber. Sauber. Yes, Sauber. Copy. Well, I think Alfa Romeo, you know, the, the history they have in the sport, um, it's incredible. So that was Tatiana Calderon. You might remember her all the way back during our first episode, but she was actually an Alfa Romeo test driver at one point. Cool. Hi, Tatiana. Their biggest strength lies in, in the people they have hired. So a lot of the guys that I that I work with are still in the team. They have a great team of engineering, people at the factory, very passionate about what they do. And, and hopefully we'll see them like we have seen at the start of this season, that they can fight for really good positions. This is where things do get very, very confusing. So Alpha returns the sport. They end up taking over the name of the Sauber team, mm-hmm. but the team is still operated by Sauber. So this, every, okay. all the leader, everyone remains okay. at Sauber. It's just a new name. So today you see Alfa Romeo, now Orlin's a sponsor. So it's Alfa Romeo Orlin, but then operated by Sauber. Okay. Yeah, we, confusing. But Alfa Romeo basically comes back to the grid in 2019. Historically, have not always 
been the strongest. Yeah. You know, they, they're back of the pack when they enter in 2019. So that's kind of where, where Alpha sits is, is okay. back, maybe maybe back of the midfield or back of the entire pack. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess overall, Alfa Romeo, historic team, kicks mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. the F1 era in style, leaves for a while, kind of returns randomly and then disappears again and is under all sorts of different names and then finally decides for the time being that they are, in fact, going to do this F1 thing. And so 2019 to present, that's where we're at. Sounds like they should, never should have left in 1952. Yeah, you know. But what are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. It could have been Ferrari. Well, I don't know if I'd want to work under Enzo because he sounds like kind of a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Google their car. Can I look at their yeah. car? That is a almost like a cherry red yeah. That is, I mean, all these cars are sweet looking, but that thing is badass. Big upgrades for 2022. Yeah. So here's what's working out in their favor so far. We'll get into the drivers in a second. But in terms of the car, it appears that with under the new regulations so far as uh, as of this recording, the team is comfortably midfield for okay. the first time in a very long time. OK. Which is very, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just tell the team seems more excited and more energized than they have. But I think that in large part has to do with the driver lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. Do you want to help move us on to drivers? No, I don't, actually. I'd like to stop. (laughs) I'd like to stop there. Lily's been waiting. I'm so excited. This This is my underrated king. Well, who's driving their cars? We'll get into the drivers, but right after we take a break. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. 
Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Okay, I am going to be making, this is a whole personal pitch from me. I am welcoming you with open arms. Oh, I love this. Okay. In our kind of number one seat here. Yes. We have got a Finnish Instagram boyfriend, and as I said, King, Valtteri Bottas. Excellent name. Yes. You have a dog, Walter. Yes. Valtteri is the Finnish version of the name Walter. Oh, no shit. You already have a bit of a connection to Valtteri Bottas. And it should be noted for our millions of listeners that Walter is on the lap of Yohai right now, I think. Is he? He is. Mm -hmm. Good. He's such a little slut. I left him. Okay, so Valtteri, I like this guy. Yeah, Valtteri Bottas. Why do you like him? Okay, so let's do a little bit of Valtteri's history here. So Valtteri comes from humble beginnings. He is not a millionaire's kid, a billionaire's kid, or anything. So his dad owns a small cleaning company, and his mother is a funeral director. You hear that, Nicholas Latifi? He wishes he could be Valtteri Bottas with his funeral director mom and cleaning company dad. Uh, another fun fact about Valtteri, he actually served in the Finnish army for a short time because it's mandatory, it's mandatory. for adult men. Yeah. So he obtained the rank of Lance Corporal. Great. Yeah. Love to see it. So, yeah, Valtteri doesn't get his start through a racing family. In fact, his whole career is due to a chance encounter when he was six years old, where he's at the grocery store with his grandfather, happens to see a flyer for just a local karting event that's happening, and decides to go. Love it. So that's already great. And what also intersects with this time, we're talking about the 90s. Valtteri's now in his early 30s. In the 90s, there is an iconic Finnish racing driver named Mika Hakkinen. He won two back-to-back titles in the late 90s. Mika joyfully of the cockpit. There's a lot of Finns here with their faces painted blue and white. So there's a lot of fervor around Mika. He's also very Finnish and being kind of earnest, a little wry at times. Mika, it looked very easy, was it? Oh yeah, it was so easy. You can't believe it. No, it wasn't. So Valtteri, between going to this local karting event and Mika, you know, Hakkinen being in the news all the time, you know, he's he's hooked on this. Yeah. So he eventually is able to make his way to the karting scene and and gets into competitive karting throughout the early and mid 2000s, eventually makes his way to open wheel racing to these junior formula categories where he picks up a ton of victories. The young Finn really is being touted as the next Kimi Raikkonen. He's certainly got the same line in dry humor. He's looking unstoppable. Everything's going great for Valtteri. And in 2010, he gets a gig as a test driver for Williams, Mm. which we just talked about. Mm -hmm. So see, Valtteri Mm -hmm. connecting Mm -hmm. with the team you like. Uh, (laughs) And and this is when he's still kind of serving in, in junior, you know, or racing in junior formulas. 
Uh, finally, the year is 2013. Mm-hmm. He gets a spot on the Williams team. However, it was a rough year. Both both cars didn't do well. Yeah. You know, it just it was a rough one. However, things improve in 2014 and 2015. He ends up finishing in the drivers' championship standings in P4 and P5. Whoa! Yeah. So Williams' car was working. Val was doing well. Results. Exactly. It has some yeah. results. Exactly. Yep. Things are looking good. You know, he get he gets the team's blessing, et cetera. And then things really start to look good a couple years later. So end of the mm. 2016 season. Okay. Mercedes has Lewis Hamilton and Nico Rosberg, two former besties who are now arch rivals. <laughs> And Nico Rosberg, after a very toxic, just terribly divisive season, ends up winning his first and only world championship and beats out Lewis at the last second. Wow. And so as if that wasn't dramatic enough, five days after winning this world title. Uh, I want to take the opportunity to announce that uh, I've decided to end my Formula One career um, in this moment here. Uh, on Monday. That's what I was going to say. I thought that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he had two more years left on his contract. Oh, so Merce- must piss Lewis off too. Well, Mercedes wasn't expecting it. You know, right. it, again, similar to this whole uh, this whole Daniel Ricciardo suddenly leaving a vacuum at Red Bull. Nico's yep. sudden retirement announcement is, you know, shock retirement basically leaves another big void for Mercedes. We need to just come up uh, with a decision, look at the drivers that are out there and then hopefully quickly decide. They now have an open seat that they weren't necessarily expecting to fill for a bit. They're kind of like, who could we fill in this seat who won't? We don't want a repeat of this Nico Lewis drama. Right. It's not good for team morale. It's not good for the constructor. Yeah. You know, they don't want to put a second Nico in there and make this whole thing bad. So guess who's been doing well during his time in F1? I want to present a new member of the family. So give him a big round of applause. A certain Valtteri Walter Bottas. I'm kidding. His middle <laughs> name is not his name is not Walter Walter. These but spots it, are so coveted and it's such high stakes that when one person leaves, it just sends waves. It's such an enormous earthquake of action that then has to follow to get everything back in place. Exactly. And yeah. especially in this case, it was a surprise, right? right? It's already it's already a bit a bit chaotic. Yeah. So everyone is trying to figure out this Val guy who's been on the grid for a little bit. And basically, Valtteri ends up spending five seasons at Mercedes. And they were a little tough. So he has his highs and his lows. It'd be he, tough, yeah. yeah. He wins a bunch of races. He He's really fast in qualifying, so he mm-hmm. gets a lot of pole positions. He finishes on the podium a ton. Mm-hmm. During his five Mercedes years, he ends up, I think, in finishing P3 in the standings twice and P2 twice. Okay. So Behind Lewis? Lewis. And then this past year, it was between Lewis and Max. So he right. was third uh, okay. behind the two of them. There are a couple of issues, though, that are always existing. So... One, obviously, Lewis Hamilton, Sir Lewis Hamilton, is his teammate. Uh, Lewis is the GOAT. That's the guy who you're being compared to constantly. It kind of sucks if you're P2 and you still feel like the guy in this in the garage next to you is beating you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Lewis is in the midst, by 2017, of this string of victories, right? right? right. Yeah. And on top of that, what's already kind of an issue is that the team shows bias towards Lewis. Look up at 2.2 and team order. Do not fight with Lewis. There's several occasions of this where they give those team orders to have Valtteri, mm-hmm. you know, move aside to let Lewis through, to do something in a race or a qualifying session to make things better for Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Valtteri, it's James. Please abort the fastest lap attempt for the end of the lap. Sometimes it happens at the detriment of Valtteri's own race or own yeah. strategy. Yeah. Valtteri, this is total. Uh, difficult day for you and difficult day for us. Let's discuss it afterwards. That sucks. Yeah. 
Just a quick interjection here. Um, Valtteri himself made some unusually candid remarks on his whole situation on um, F1's official podcast, Beyond the Grid. It was like, I don't know what's the description, like biting my own teeth together and really didn't feel natural and not right because I'm a racer. But uh, I did it for the team. So it's just not fun. And it's, it's, again, over the course of five years. So it's not like this happened one or two races. This is a half a decade. And then as if all of that wasn't enough... Uh, Mercedes team boss Toto Wolf, Daddy Toto. We have not talked about him at length in a little bit. Yeah. But Daddy Toto refuses to give Valtteri a contract longer than year to year. Ugh. So he's on five one-year contracts while Lewis, Bye. yeah, Lewis is getting signed. Everyone's getting signed a multi-year. You know, so he feels like, and he's talked about this in interviews. He was actually very brutally honest after, right after he left Mercedes, that if you have pressure contractually for nine years of your Formula One career, year by year. It starts to eat you from inside, you know. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It makes you not feel as confident. It makes you feel like the team's not really backing you. But that's really stupid yeah. of Daddy Toto because this guy isn't some okay driver. He's P two, P three. Give him a multi year deal and pay him a lot. And Lewis, that's really dumb of them. According to Valtteri, Toto's rationale is that the year to year lights a fire under Valtteri. Yeah, but you can yeah. only ignite so many fires. It's and just that, very exhausting. I have a feeling, because we're talking about Alfa Romeo, that that's what happened. Yeah. So there's all these little frustrations. Interestingly, Drive to Survive has made him and Lewis seem a little more adversarial at times. Sure. And yeah, again, as like with everyone else, they've had their moments. But generally, a lot of Valtteri's biggest resentments have been more with Mercedes leadership than with Lewis yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. And him and Lewis actually have a really sweet relationship. They are both, like I said, now in their 30s. So they were older even when he came on the team. He's yeah. a little bit older in his career, a little more developed. Yeah. Lewis was a little bit more mature than he was, you know, back when he was winning his first title with McLaren in the late 2000s. So generally speaking, them on a personal level, they do get along. After Lewis lost his bid at the eighth world title last year, he only came out of hiding for two events. It was to get knighted by Prince Charles. And the second was Valtteri's farewell party. Right. So okay. it's obvious that he holds him in high regard. Right. He right. he really, when he left too, had really nice things to say. You know, if Lewis didn't want to do things, he just won't do things. That's pretty wonderful because they definitely were in a position to be in the trenches together and they could, you know, it's very likely exactly. you, you don't like those people. So that's cool. The two of them are also up there in terms of being one of the most successful partners, driver right. partnerships in F1 history. Right. So of course, you know, by 2021, it's it's Val's fifth season. There's already a little bit of something in the air where people yeah. feel like he's he's maybe on his way out. Everyone knows George Russell, heir apparent, has been at Williams for three right, years. Right. How much longer can you keep this poor kid who you've anointed the golden boy at a shitty team? Right. And on top of that, Valtteri is really not having a great season. It's fine. It's just not his best. Yeah. He crashes. Yeah. He has some other slip ups. Is just not it's just not looking good long term. And at this point, he's in his early 30s. He wants some more stability and security. He doesn't want to be fighting year to year for that Mercedes contract. Correct. Yeah, he's gotten the wins. He's gotten the pole positions. He's ended up on the podium in the standings. Yeah. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He's he's got, achieved all of that. So yeah. he's kind of looking for what, what does he want next. So he announces in late 2021 that he is going to be moving to Alfa Romeo. He's had to play second fiddle to uh, Lewis Hamilton in all of those years. So he will go and be the main man at Alfa Romeo. Which everyone's kind of like, okay, you know, they finished P9 in 2021 out of 10 teams. Everyone's kind of like, well, that's good for him. You know, he's still on the grid, but he's really stoked because he gets a multi-year deal. 
And what's interesting is I listened, obviously, as a fan of his to many interviews, and he was very much like, trust me, they're going to do cool things in 2022. Like, he was very adamant about this in a way that Valtteri is a very earnest Finnish man. He doesn't really hype things. So I was was really intrigued that he was so excited about the move. Yeah. Obviously, he knows he's going to be the number one driver. That's nice. So we're at Val's first season. Mm -hmm. The season's obviously still going on. However, immediately off the bat with the first race, Valtteri makes it to Q3, the, you know, the final stage of qualifying. Love it. He starts earning points off the bat. Oh, love it. And and as of right now, Alpha is kind of switching between P5, P6 in the standings. So a humongous jump for them, okay. Okay. pretty much entirely based on Valtteri's standings in these races. Nice. So he, he's just been been killing it on the grid thus far obviously seems a lot more comfortable a little more secure because he knows he's, yep. he's not fighting for a contract at the end of the season he signed a multi-year deal multi-year okay so aside from all this racing with val okay here's what i really like about valtteri I, and i will say i don't know if it's that maybe lewis a little bit of lewis's whole vibe rubbed off on him over mm-hmm. the years mm-hmm. but he has a lot going on off the track so okay. first and foremost his girlfriend is an australian Olympic cyclist named Tiffany Cromwell. Yes. But they are like a duo. Like they are the OTP. I ship them. There are two couples I'll be devastated if they ever break up. What is OTP? One true pair or one true parent. Okay. Did you know that, Yohai? What do you think? (laughs) Yes. The answer is yes. They say this in Israel all the time. I actually did not know that. I mean, (laughs) I I love that Lily's generation just throws these acronyms around as if we're supposed to have any shitty idea what that means. Okay, OTP, one true pair. Yes. Love that. But do you know what an end game is? They are end game. So Tiff and Val are very fun because mm-hmm. because of Tiffany. Tiff and Val is what she calls them. I know. I love Tiff and Val. So I call them mom and dad in my newsletter. Um, okay. So Tiff and Val, like when he's not racing, they travel around like cycling everywhere together. And if he's not having a race weekend, he will go to her cycling races. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And similarly, she'll come to the paddock if she's not racing. A lot of times, too, anyone who's kind of connected to the teams of the drivers during not races can like use the track. So she'll cycle on these official F1 Whoa, tracks. That's yeah, that's sweet. If no one's practicing or just, you know, whatever, yeah. they're allowed to do that. So it'd be sweeter if people were practicing. It'd be a little Watch scarier. out for the bike out there. It's a very squid game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he he'll he turns into a total Instagram boyfriend. He takes photos on the side of the road of her and all of her friends. He sets up a tripod and like a Love full it. yeah, Love a it. full professional camera setup. He has the water and the granola bar as soon as she finishes and she like collapses into his arm. Like it's very This he, is OTP. This is OTP yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's something very cool about a egomaniac Formula One driver offering support. Mm-hmm. Right and very and very gladly being a supportive yeah, figure and not nice. the attention. Yeah, the that's main attraction. Nice. Aside from that, though, other things he's done. He is a a known coffee connoisseur. Oh, I love him already. The Finnish uh, love their coffee. They do. He also judges coffee competitions mm. on the side. Mm. You know, I want to taste one of his espressos because I'm I'm addicted to coffee as he is. So um, <laughs> Alfa Romeo test driver Tatiana Calderon again. Besides the coffee, I think, you know, Valtteri is somebody that has so much experience with uh, with a top team. He knows what it feels and what it takes to win a Formula One race, uh, to be on pole position. And that's what any team would like to have um, as, a, as, a, as a racing driver, somebody with the experience, uh, with the knowledge, with the speed and the maturity that he brings to the team. I think it's... It's a great addition. Valtteri's got some stuff going on on the grid. 
He's he's making moves this year, and then he also seems to have a rich personal life. Yeah. Outside of the sport, plenty of hobbies. Lot to like here. Lot to like here. Lot to like here, and also one of the things you said that I love is you said he's not like a hype guy. He's not like over promoting. If anything, he 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 under promises and over delivers. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I also love, and I can hear Yohai's microphone getting ready, so I'm going <laughs> to get this in. I also love that he's placing P two P three behind this you know, mega star and yet the mega star still has mad respect for him. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like I'm excited for him to be in this number one car position at a team, even though we haven't talked about the second driver yet, but but we will. Yep. Yohai. Yohai, just hit me with it. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if we could maybe maybe talk a little bit about there's there have been a lot of really, really good finished drivers. If you were gonna give me a piece of paper and say Write down 50 countries that have historically been good at racing. I don't think I would have ever have even written down Finland. I would have written Costa Rica before I would have written Finland. Yeah, it's a little bit random, but they do have a history of success in the sport. So you've got, yeah, Mika Hakkinen back in the 90s. You've got Kimi Raikkonen, was known as the Iceman, which is pretty funny. Kiki Rosberg, his son Nico was the guy who won the Merck World Championship Mm -hmm. against Lewis and retired. Mm -hmm. They're all very earnest mm-hmm. they're a little bit self-serious mm-hmm. have a very dry sense of humor typically and it seems to work for them in terms of you know high-speed race car driving yeah yeah thank you for indulging me quick break and we're back there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service 
project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Monday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Okay, love this guy. But there's two people that race for Alfa Romeo. So who's the other guy? The other guy, okay, so he is a Chinese driver. The first Oh, that's right. Yes, the first Chinese driver in the history of F1. And so the reason I say that is because he in his lower formulas they used to call him Guan Yu Zhou. Yep. But upon entering Formula One, he's like, Hey, I want you to pronounce my name the way, you know, the Chinese tradition puts yeah. surname first. So it's Zhou Guan Yu now. Zhou Guan Yu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Guan Yu is the lone rookie on this grid. Ah. Yes. And the, for certain, the only Chinese driver. Ever. Ever. Yes. So we'll get into him more, but Formula One, like NBA, tennis, Olympic, they're all realizing this market exists and we need to be in it. Yes. He actually moved to the UK from China. Okay. All the way back in 2012, so he would have been yeah, adolescent, like early sure. preteen, like sure. 12, 13 years old, sure. because of the fact that there wasn't a lot of really great competitive racing in right. China. And he wanted more opportunity. He wanted to learn from the best. He had the money to do that. So he uh, he moved halfway across the world for that chance. Copy. There, there's a lot to say about Joe in mm-hmm. terms of his career. I mm-hmm. mean, he has had some successes and all of that. I would say we don't know too much about his personal background this, I think, makes sense and in line with the Chinese tradition. Yeah. So we don't know too much. We do know he has money. He has a very extensive designer shoe collection, sneaker collection. He is okay. a sneakerhead. So okay. if he's dropping like five different pairs of Balenciaga sneakers, you have to assume that there is money somewhere in that pipeline. Correct. But yeah, he also has a little bit, just a tiny bit of the Nicholas Latifi a la Williams thing going on. I was sensing some of that. Yeah, he has, he, for instance, stayed a little bit longer in some formulas. So he was in Formula 2, for instance, for three years. Whereas, as we've established, most drivers are in any given series, usually only one to two years. So has has enough money, wherever it's coming from, to have some longevity where a lot of drivers do not. Can I play a bad cop for a second? Yes. Did they just make sure he had a seat because he's Chinese and this is an enormous market that Formula One has never even tapped into ever? Ooh, a complicated question. Yeah. We'll get into it. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's where things get very sticky or murky 
is that the rumor is no one has said this out loud. We don't know if it's the, exactly the Chinese government, if it's pri- you know Chinese other Chinese sponsors. Mm. They offer up Alfa Romeo. They're like, hey, if you get put this guy Guan mm-hmm. Yu in the seat, mm-hmm. there is thirty million pounds waiting for you, or more. But I mean, again, is this not the horse head in the bed of Godfather? Yeah. So why can't if you just win Formula Two, why don't you just automatically get a seat? Like, why don't they just make that the fucking rule? I love that suggestion. I love that it's episode fourteen, and Yohai now just says, "I love what Michael said." Um, actually, it's thirteen. Okay, Rob, turn Rob, turn his mic off. Loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, Joe has some backing, and what's hard about this is there's been theories on who who is behind this and what exactly yes. was promised. We, don't, yes. we still don't really know. Yes. I will say unsurprisingly, a lot of the discussion about the money behind Joe has been plagued by a lot of racism and xenophobia. Right. And it's interesting. It's like, hmm, you don't have anything to say about like the white European guys who had a very similar setup in right. the past. But right. suddenly, sure. you know, Joe Guan Yu is a different, a whole different beast compared sure. to those. Uh, so so that's been very tricky is that, yeah, like no one quite knows where it's coming from. Some people are like, yeah, it's definitely the government. Some people are like, oh, it's it's some sort of industry in cahoots with the government. Yeah. But yeah so long story short, it's one of those situations where some people are like, yes, Joe is absolutely a pay driver. And other people are like, well, he's like a weird, like, because we don't really know what exactly it is. Yeah, yeah. But he has miraculously ended up on this seat. Yeah. We know he has money. We know he's connected to some people with money. Basically, it's just a lot of question marks. And yeah, that's what's led to, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, some suspicions, some attacks yeah. and whatnot. Can he drive? Yeah. So in terms of there his driving, he did on his first race, so his Formula One debut, he did score a point. He got 10th. So that P10, yeah. Okay. He has struggled since then. He got two P11s in a row, the poor guy, which Oof. is the first position where you don't get any points. Right, right. Uh, he's had some spins and crash and this and that, which, again, he's a rookie. This mm-hmm. is all kind of expected. Yeah. yeah. I will say what he has going for him. One, he's incredibly friendly. And two, he treats the team well. So after he got this Ugh. point, oh, I know. He's not a fun, a fun <laughs> villain. On. But he, uh, after he got his first point in his debut, he went around bowing to everyone. And Great. he's always been also a good sport about the fact that Valtteri is, is the number one guy and, yeah. and is doing really well yeah. overall. And they, they also seem to have a really, I mean, they're 10 years apart in age, right? Yeah. So, but they have yeah. a very cordial, nice, friendly, positive relationship. Cool. It, it's very early days in their, in their relationship because yeah, they're both new to the team. But at least Joe Guan Yu, for all that's going on with the money or whatever, he himself seems to be right. okay. He's in an odd position where it feels like he could go either way as the paid driver or, no, I'm really, really good and uh, you know I have some backing. But I guess time will tell on that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is too early to really form yeah. an opinion of his racing. Yeah. But I'm intrigued. I would say that's the word. I'm intrigued. And from a marketing standpoint, the potential is enormous and it's probably a big part plus 30 million pounds of why Alpha Romeo took a chance on him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He has to speak English, right? Yes, he okay. does speak English. Okay. Um, and I mean, he lived in, in the UK for right. a decade before right. this. Uh, the other thing that a lot of people, myself included, like is that he is a little bit of a fashionista. Yep. He has like talked that. about looking up to Lewis in terms of his fashion. As I said, he has a massive uh, designer shoe collection, sneakerhead. Sneaker yeah, total, totally into that, and can speak pretty intelligently about his collection. So let me show you some photos of. Oh shit! Is you holding a purse? It's a bag, but like it's a it bag. is a purse. That's uh, that's a bold move. It is, but good for him for for having the confidence to rock that. He's trying stuff out. You Do know, I have to get new? a bag purse now? Only if it's a triangle. Okay, I guess I gotta get one. 
So we have now met nine out of our ten teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where is where is Alpha coming in for you now? I don't love the paid driver situation. That really hurts. I'm sure that was a big decision they had to make because they they needed the money, whatever. But Valtteri's awesome. Alpha Romeo brand name, awesome. Cut the car. Oh, that car is beautiful. The cherry red, I love. So I'm going to say for me, Alpha Tori is somewhere in here. Williams, I still like a lot. And Alfa Romeo, I like a lot. You got some real different picks up and down know, the grid. I know, I know. And it's basically, here's how it's working for me. A brand name I recognize and feel something about plus at least one driver who has guts and grit and is maybe a little understated. Interesting. I think okay. I've just come up with my own formula. You just psychoanalyzed yourself. Yeah. So, wow. What does that say about me? And, so where, where, yeah, where do Valtteri and Joe sort of come into play here? Valtteri Joe doesn't come into play. Okay. Sorry. It sounds like I'm being a jerk, but prove, show me, Joe, that you're an amazing driver. We'll, we'll find out. Valtteri's great. I love it. I think it's awesome that he's paid his dues. I love the Lewis Hamilton thing that he you know, was with him and beat him sometimes and they still have some... Uh, I love the finish thing. Coffee? Come on. I have a, I, I, I text all you guys every day. Who needs a coffee? And they all, everyone ignores me. You know who wouldn't ignore you if you texted him? Valtteri. He, he would wouldn't. talk to you about coffee. He would, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. I, I should have brought Valtteri's favorite coffee with yeah. me today. Well, Unfortunately, it was very it. specific and long. Yeah. And you should have brought your Alfa Romeo sweatshirt, but it got stolen. Sorry, guys. Before we sign off, I just need to give you guys a quick update. Oh, gosh. Okay. Here he goes. Keep, so we have producer introduction, <laughs> And now he thinks he freaking runs this whole thing. Producer Yohai, take it away. Uh, so uh, do you guys remember Silly Season? <laughs> well, at the very tail end of Silly Season, Alfa Romeo announced that it is ending its partnership with Sauber. Hmm. So that's going to happen at the end of the 2023 season. So in about a year and a half. For real? Are you joking or are you serious? Yeah, I know. I know. Jesus. This could mean it's pulling out of the sport entirely, or perhaps it's just switching partners. Uh, we really don't know yet. But uh, yeah, that's um, that's that. Next time, we have our final team. And this team... It's the only American-owned team Come on. on the grid. Here we go. They are an episode of The Office personified. Oh, my God. If you said we need to make a mockumentary series based on a Formula One team, I would say just film the Haas Garage. Don't even need to hire actors or make scripts. Just film Haas. Is it a German brand? It is not. It is, in fact, American, named after an American named Gene Haas. Oh, uh, okay. We will have more white-collar crime. Yes. We will have some of the funniest and weirdest sketchy sponsors. Yes. We have some real villains. Yes. We have Michael Schumacher's son finally entering the picture. Great. And and we also have another really fun comeback story. It is your favorite guy, the suck-my-balls mate man himself. Who is that? Kevin Magnuson. We Suck about. my balls, mate. Yes, I love that it. guy. There's from... something so funny about that because mate is basically like yeah. friend. So it's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> hey, my friend. Suck my balls. So they they truly okay. have everything at Haas, and I I think do the, they finish last last year? They did not. A single point was earned. 
Wow. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Costs. I can't wait to hear about it. Thank you, Lily. This has been Choosing Sides, F1, a production of Sports Illustrated Studios and iHeartRadio. The show is hosted by Michael Costa and Lily Herman. This episode was produced by Lily Herman and our senior producer, Yochai Maital, who also did the sound design. At the Cutting Room Studios, we are recorded by engineer Rob O'Leary II. Mastering by Cella Weisblum. Max Miller is the executive producer. And Brandon Getchus is head of audio at SI Studios. At iHeartRadio, Sean Titone is our executive producer. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to us and leave a review. And if you want more F1 goodness, follow us on Instagram at ChoosingSidesF1. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.